inspiring message by Paul Van Essen at Greater Life Church. For more information about us, do visit our website www.greaterlife.org.uk. So grab your Bibles and we're going to talk about developing the human spirit in this time we've got. Here we go. Are you ready? So here's the promises of God you might have heard before. The promise of God is that he will lead you and guide you into all truth. John 15 and John 16, there's numerous passages, but maybe the strongest among those is John 16 verses 7 and also verse 13. When he comes, who? The spirit of truth. He's going to guide you into all truth. So we have a promise to be led by God. You have a 24-7 Holy Spirit, God himself, divine person, who is your advocate, your comforter, your strengthener, your standby, your teacher, you have him with you all the time, telling you things to come. We've also got a promise in Romans 8 that tells us that whoever is born of God, are, these people are led by the Spirit of God. The sons of God are led by you should be, you can be. It's your right, privilege and joy to be led through life by the Spirit of God. And we have a whole other series of promises which comes into this, which I'm going to mention in passing. We have a promise to have victory and triumph in every circumstance of our life. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. You've heard that before. It's in 1 John. What about this one? That the devil, the word, Satan is now under your feet. You've probably heard that phrase before. You've heard in James 4, if you resist the devil, if you resist the devil, he'll flee from you. So we have superb, magnificent promises about God guiding you and about um, the Holy Spirit not just being with you all the time and leading you into triumph and victory in every circumstance. Now, a lot of people who know Jesus or who know the Lord, read the Bible, will, will believe these things, will know these things, but I'm just giving you a bit of a foundation. But here's the thing. How come then so many Christians struggle with being clearly led by God? I mean, I've been in this for a long time, working with people, beautiful Christian people. How come how to be led by the Spirit is, is a massively popular topic? How come people don't know whether they should take the job or shouldn't take the job, whether they should go out with that person or not, whether they, whether they should, how, how they can get their life into a better, how they can lose weight. You don't think the Holy Spirit would help you with that? How you can achieve the destiny God has for your life? The Christian church is full of people who really struggle with that. And if we're really honest, which I think is probably a helpful idea, where the Christian church is full of people as well who have a strong kind of belief about living in victory. But if they're honest, many aspects of their lives are hampered and hamstrung by sickness or by negative thinking or, or by oppression and depression and different things. And, and so this ideal of victory is often something they are trying to attain and not quite getting there a lot of the time. Hands up if you know that's true. Now, I'm not putting anybody down. I'm just stating what is a fact. 
That is a fact. And if we don't acknowledge with honesty kind of where we're at, we're never going to make any progress. How come that happens? I'll tell you why that happens, and that's what we're talking about today in this short message I've got with you. It happens because, as we spoke recently, you're a three-part being, and I'm going to show you my little diagram that I did for you a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it should show up, but it'll, it'll help you, I think. Um, sadly, this presentation is not as smart as we will be next week on the, on, on the, on the uh, seminar. Whoop, there you go. Nope. Can you see it? Okay, so that's the traditional view, but that's a better view. That's what you are. Spirit, soul, and body. Three parts. And the spirit and the soul, which is the inward person, that is the core of your being. And they're kind of mixed together. They're quite difficult to separate, but they are different. People use the terms interchangeably, which doesn't help. Your spirit and your soul are different. So you're a three-part being, and you can find that in 1 Thessalonians 5.23. May God preserve your whole spirit, soul, and body unto the coming of the Lord. That's what you are. Now, the spirit of you, human spirit, is your inward person, and it's the part that connects with God. It's the most inward part. Your soul is the part that deals with um, rational thoughts, logic, IQE type things, um, reasoning, thinking through. So you mind a lot of your will, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Those things reside in your soul. Your soul's very important. Your body is the least important in the sense that it's just the tent you live in. And once this tent stops working, which it will one day, the real you will continue to live in whatever place you have uh, kind of chosen for yourself, Put if you want to put it that way. But that's a different story. But um, that that is just the body. Now, because you're on the earth, you've got to be in a body on the earth. And if you're not looking after your body, the function of your spirit and soul are greatly hindered. If you... Uh, overweight, if you have diseases, for instance, that stop you talking or thinking like physiological issues, you understand what I'm saying? That'll obviously affect that. So you, I'm not saying the body isn't important and health isn't important at all, but the inward person is the real you. Okay, now I want you to understand this. With the flesh part of you, you contact the flesh world. I touch my hand, I touch head touch the table down here so i can contact flesh with flesh it's made of the same substance your, your soul contacts the rational reasoning realm the thinking realm it's valuable it's very important your spirit contacts the spiritual realm the world of god the world of angels there is an angel sitting here with me maybe more than one there is an anointing sitting on my life. There's an anointing on your life. but And you've got an angel with you. But I can't contact them with this physical body because they're not in the physical realm. And I can't mentally contact them because they're not in the rational realm. But my spirit will contact that world. 
Are you with me? Now, it's very important to understand that because this Holy Spirit that's going to communicate with you, that's going to lead you, that's going to guide you, that's going to bring faith, right? The, the faith, faith is of the Spirit. This victory that belongs to faith, that is all resident in your spirit. The spirit of man is the seat of all spiritual life. And that's where everything flows out of. And Proverbs 4 23 says that guard that inward person above all else because your life, how you live and how you prosper, all the issues of life come out of there. So that's very important. It's not just the Holy Spirit. It's that you've got a spirit. That's where our receptor to the word of God is. So if we're not hearing God clearly, it's, it, there's no problem with God. So if God's broadcasting on, you know, ITV, <laughs> whatever, whatever signal, you know, those sky dishes or other dishes you might have in other countries. So sky dish, right? You've got your dish outside and sky is beaming messages out there, right? But you've got to turn the dish to pick up the signals. And if you turn the dish the wrong way, you might get a whole lot of French television, which could be really interesting. Bonjour, ça va, très bien. And if you have a really strong dish, maybe you'll get some Urdu. Uh, but what you pick up depends on how you turn the dish, right? Now, you're, to pick up the spirit of God, what I'm saying here is that, that your, your spirit is the receptor for God. And if I've got my dish pointing towards Germany, Achtung, and I'm getting German messages and uh, programs in German, it doesn't mean that ITV is not sending anything. The signal's going out. It's just my dish is wrong. It's exactly the same with God. He gave you the Holy Spirit. His promises are good. He's going to do everything he said he'd do. And the signal is coming out loud and clear from heaven. But most people have their dish not pointed that way. And then they wonder why they can't hear. Your dish is your spirit man. I want to talk about developing that man. Here's, how, here's the root. And this is what I want to get to. And we've got just a few minutes left. So here's the root of most every problem you face. Would you like to know that? You've got one enemy. Satan. He hates you. He's organized at whatever level he can, his demonic forces to try and destroy your life. The fact that you're sitting here hearing me today proves that he doesn't have that much authority because he couldn't stop you hearing this. But he's your enemy. Your mother-in-law is not your enemy. Your spouse is not your enemy. Your ex-spouse isn't your enemy either. It's only when Satan tries to get influence over people that they become nasty or whatever they might be. If you remove people from the demonic influence, from the, that, that under that weight of demonic pressure, they will be not acting that way. They might, they might not be your style of person, but the, 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 the drive for nastiness and hatred 
comes from Satan and it gets to us through our flesh. Now, that's what you need to understand. Your flesh is just the fact that you're in a body. That's what it is. And because you're in a body, you're subject to bodily life. You have to eat food. You have to talk to people, you know, etc., etc. You have to wash or whatever. You have to walk. Uh, you're in a natural body. But part of the issue with being on the earth is that your flesh, which is not redeemed, your spirit is a new person, your flesh is not, the flesh is what the devil uses to try and get you to pull out of God's will. That's all it is. And your answer and your victory is in your spirit person. Now the truth is, and others have observed this before I, that for most Christian people, their spirit man is so weak. John G. Lake talked about the emaciated state of most Christian spirit. The image that comes to mind is some of the films you might have seen after World War II, when the camps, the death, so-called death camps were opened, and these people that were barely alive, skin and bone, some of them, even though they did try and feed them to bring them back to life, were so far gone that they were never going to come back to life. But you've seen those pictures. So that's a good image of a lot of people's spirit. You've got a spirit, but do you feed it? Do you nourish it? Do you take care of it? Do you give it exercise? Do you give it fresh air? Do you use it? See, for most Christians, that's not the case. And so this is what happens. And this is where all this stuff comes from. You know, voices like, you're going to eat that pizza. No, you know, you know, you don't really want to, but your spirit is so weak, the flesh just walks over. Says, that's what we're doing. We're doing that. And even though inside you may know it's not the best thing, you fall for it. You're going to text that woman. If you get the opportunity, you're going to go to bed with that woman. Those voices come. You're not, it's not your wife. You're not married. And, uh, and, and that's how Christians get in that kind of trouble. Their flesh is dominating their spirit. And listen to me. God's signal is good. God's voice to you is good. The signal's coming fine. But if the spirit person is so weak, like one of those sad sad situations after that world war ii if your spirit's like that what chance have you got you're going to get blown over in a puff of wind you're going to give him a piece of your mind you're going to tell that person what for doesn't usually help does it but your flesh gets to you you are not you're going to quit it's just too hard i can't do it anymore your flesh is just dominating you. It's not worth it. Here's another one. No one cares about you. They don't really care. And deep down in there, your spirit is trying to get to you, trying to resist, saying, God, the Bible says this, God says this, but the voice of the flesh is just too loud. 